0: Hi guys, I'm Monica Sancio of Fit, and I want to share with you an article that my brother sent me. It's called Wake Up People, You're Fooling Yourself About Sleep Study Says by Sandy Lamotte or Lamotte with a double T and CNN and uh, this was published on April seventeenth, 2019 very recently. Let's see, it has a video and I'm just going to share it with you as I read it completely because many times I just read things. Uh, in a very brief way like I do speed reading and I get most of the information in but as you know I believe in Einstein's theory of not only relativity but also the fact that we can use our brain for creativity more than storing facts which is all basically on Google so you can google this article too even though I am gonna uh, set the reference for you so you can click on it and read it yourself or if you're interested in any specific scientific article you just click on it okay hey sleepy heads says the article what you believe about sleep may be nothing but a pipe dream many of us have notions about sleep that have little basis in fact and maybe even harmful to our health according to researchers at nyu langone health school of medicine who conducted a study published tuesday in the journal sleep health there's such a link between good sleep and our waking success said lead study investigator rebecca robbins a postdoctoral research fellow in the department of population health at nyu langone health and yet we often find ourselves debunking myths whether it's to news outlets friends family or a patient Robinson and her colleagues combed through 8,000 websites. Wow, I thought I was good at researching. This person really took the time. This is my comment. (laughs) Well, to discover what we thought we knew about healthy sleep habits and then presented those beliefs to a hand picked team of sleep medicine experts. They determined which were myths and then ranked them by degree of falsehood and importance to health. Here are 10 very wrong, unhealthy assumptions we often make about sleep, an act in which we spend an estimated third of our lives, or if we live to 100, about 12,227 combined days. Stop yawning. It's time to put these unsound sleep myths to bed. Number 1. Adults need 5 or fewer hours of sleep. If you wanted to have the ability to function at your best during the day, not to be sick, to be mentally strong, to be able to have the lifestyle that you would enjoy, how many hours do you have to sleep? Asked senior study investigator Girardin Jean Louis, or uh, maybe it's French, like Girardin Jean Louis, a professor in the Department of Population Health. It turns out a lot of people felt less than five hours of sleep a night was just fine, he said. That's the most problematic assumption we found. And now here's my comment, I see a lot of people saying that and I hear them and I'm wondering like, oh I wish I just needed that little hours and I could function just fine. I don't know if they're convincing themselves that they're fine, but yes I know these people too. (laughs) We're supposed to get between 7 and 10 hours of sleep each night depending on our age. But the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says that a third of Americans sleep fewer than seven hours a night. According to World Sleep Day statistics, sleep deprivation is threatening the health of up to 45% of the global population. We have extensive evidence to show that sleeping five hours a night or less consistently increases your risk greatly for adverse health consequences including cardiovascular disease and early mortality," Robin said in a longitudinal, oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah, I know this from studying biology. Uh, Yes, I graduated too, but the thing is that that I didn't know how to say this word and bear with me because many times I'm reading to you and I'm also learning and correcting myself and just having some fun so it's longitudinal oh my goodness how do you say that it's longitude longitudinal yeah and you can click on every study here which is great in a longitudinal study of 10,308 British civil servants published in 2007 Researchers found that those who reduced their sleep from seven to five hours or fewer a night were almost twice as likely to die from all causes, especially cardiovascular disease. Science has also linked poor slumber with high blood pressure, a weakened immune system, weight gain, a lack of libido, mood swings, paranoia, depression, and a higher risk of diabetes, stroke, dementia, and some cancers. Wow. Number two, it's healthy to be able to fall asleep anywhere, anytime, says the myth, okay? That's my parenthesis there. Falling asleep as soon as the car, train, airplane starts moving is not a sign of a well-rested person, sleep experts say. In fact, it's just the opposite. Falling asleep instantly, anywhere, anytime is a sign that you are not getting enough sleep and you're falling into micro-sleeps or mini-sleep episodes, Robin said. It means your body is so exhausted that whenever it has a moment, it's going to start to repay its sleep debt. You feel sleepy because of a buildup of a chemical called adenosine in the brain, which happens throughout the day as you head toward night. Sleeping soundly reduces that chemical so that when you wake up, the levels are at their lowest and you feel refreshed. But the longer you stay awake and the less sleep you get, the more your adenosine levels rise, creating what's called a sleep load or sleep debt. Wanna check your level of sleepiness? Look at the Epworth Sleepiness Scale. And if you're worried, check in with a sleep doctor who can do more extensive testing in a sleep lab. Good, number three your brain and body can adapt to less sleep that's another myth okay i'll read this in the next segment because i'm going to be dividing it in order to um, allow space for the sponsors to come in yay thank you be right back okay so number three myth or third myth your brain and body can adapt to less sleep People also believe that the brain and body could adapt and learn to function optimally with less sleep. That too is a myth, experts say. That's because your body cycles through four distinct phases of sleep to fully restore itself. In stage one, you start to lightly sleep and you become disengaged from your environment. In stage two, where you will spend most of your total sleep time. Okay, wait. Uh, Stage three and four contain the deepest, most restorative sleep and the dreamy state of REM or rapid eye movement sleep. Okay. During REM, the rapid eye movement sleep, the brain is highly reactive, Robin said. It almost looks like your brain is awake if we hook you up to two more electrodes and and we're able to monitor your brain waves. REM can occur anytime during your sleep cycle, but on average, it starts about 90 minutes after you've fallen asleep. REM, or REM, is when your body and brain are busy storing memories, regulating mood and learning. It's also when you dream. Your arm and leg muscles are temporarily paralyzed during REM sleep, so you can't act out your dreams and injure yourself. Wow. (laughs) Because a good night's sleep gives you your sleep cycle time to repeat, you'll go through several REM cycles, which take up about 25% of your total sleeping time. Another important stage of sleep is deep sleep, when your brain waves slow into what is called delta waves or slow-wave sleep. It's the time when human growth hormone is released and memories are further processed. The deeper stages of sleep are really important for generation of neurons, repairing muscle and restoring the immune system, Robin said. It's tough to wake a person from deep sleep. If you do wake, you can feel groggy and fatigued. Mental performance can be affected for up to 30 minutes, studies show. And the great thing about this article, as many of the ones I share, is that you can actually click on the studies, and it also has the references at the end of the great article. Yes. Number four myth, snoring, although annoying, is mostly harmless, is what people say. Well, you know, that's a myth, okay? In your dreams, maybe. In fact, loud, raucous snores interrupted by pauses and breathing is a marker for sleep apnea, a dangerous sleep disorder that according to the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute increases risk for heart attacks atrial fibrillation, asthma, high blood pressure, glaucoma, cancer, diabetes, kidney disease and cognitive and behavior disorders. Sleep apnea or apnea is extremely exhausting, Robin said. These patients sleep and then they wake up over and over. Then they are fighting sleep all day long because they are so exhausted. It's also very underdiagnosed. We believe it affects about 30% of the population and around 10% are diagnosed. Wow. Number five, drinking alcohol before bed helps you fall asleep. Well, that's a myth. Do you think a nightcap before bed will help you fall asleep and stay asleep? Dream on. Alcohol may help you fall asleep, but that's where the benefits end, Robin said. Instead, it traps you in the lighter stages of sleep and dramatically reduces the quality of your rest at night. It continues to pull you out of rapid eye movement and the deeper stages of sleep, causing you to wake up, not feeling restored, Robin said. Okay, and number 6 myth, not sleeping, stay in bed with eyes closed and try and try. <laughs> you have to admit, it makes sense. How can you fall asleep if you're not in the bed trying? Yet sleep experts say that continuing to count sheep for more than 15 minutes isn't the smartest move. If we stay in bed, we'll start to associate the bed with insomnia, Robin said. She equates it to going to the gym and standing on a treadmill and not doing anything. In reality, Robin said, it takes a healthy sleeper about 15 minutes to fall asleep. If you're tossing and turning much longer than that, you should get out of bed, change the environment, and do something mindless. Keep the lights low and fold socks, (laughs) she suggested. Some people also believe that it's just as refreshing to your body to lie in bed with eyes closed, but not sleeping. Nope, that's another pipe dream, experts say. Okay, be right back. Hi, I'm back, and yes, as the beginning, I said from this amazing article that many of us have notions about sleep that have little basis, in fact, and may be even harmful to our health, according to the researchers at NIU Langone Health School of Medicine, who conducted many studies, uh, one of which they mentioned on sleep health, okay? So we've gotta take a look at those, and I was on which myth? was on the one that I need the most you know because I have not had the best sleeping habits to say the least so number seven it doesn't matter what day of oh what time of day you sleep yes or no what do you think okay it's a myth number seven it doesn't matter what day oh geez okay the good thing about me is that now I'm like okay I recognize my mistakes but I also embrace my flaws And, you know, I'm not going to be editing myself all the time, whether I'm just talking to you, uh, ranting or, you know, just telling you something or even giving you instructions for an exercise. And in this case, I'm basically reading, but still, I may misread or uh, jump uh, ahead or whatever it is, but yeah, what it says here is, It doesn't matter what time of day you sleep. So what time of day you sleep, does it matter? Well, obviously, if it's a myth, then of course it matters. Here's the article, how it continues. Sleep experts say that's another myth that can negatively affect your health. We recommend that people have a regular sleep schedule because it controls what we call the biological clock or circadian rhythm. Of the body, Jean Louis said. That controls all the hormones of the body, body temperature, eating and digestion, and sleep wake cycles. When your inner clock and the outside world are out of phase, you can feel disoriented, mentally foggy, and sleepy at times when you need to be functioning at optimal levels. Just think of what happens when you travel across time zones or when daylight savings time kicks in. Studies of shift workers who work unusual hours and live out of sync with their normal biological rhythm show that they are at increased risk for heart disease, ulcers, depression, obesity, and certain cancers, as well as a higher rate of workplace accidents and injuries due to a slower reaction rate and poor decision making. Whoa. Okay, I think I'm going to go to sleep early just for you to know. (laughs) Number eight. Watching TV in bed helps you relax. Hmm, come on, we all do it. Or we check our laptop or smartphone before we power down for the night. Unfortunately, that sets us up for a bad night. These devices emit bright blue light and that blue light is what tells our brain to become alive and alert in the morning, Robbins explained. We want to avoid blue light before bed from sources like a television or your smartphone and do things that relax you. According to the National Sleep Foundation, blue light affects the release of melatonin, the sleep hormone, more than any other wavelength of light. Watching TV or using an electronic, an electronic device within two hours of bedtime means it will take you longer to fall asleep. You'll have less dream state or REM sleep, and even if you do sleep eight or more hours, you'll wake feeling you'll wake or wake up. Oh, anyway, I don't know if you need the up, but I, I'm just used to saying wake up. So you'll wake feeling groggy, says the article. Okay, if you or your children can't make that two-hour cutoff because of homework or late-night work demands, experts suggest dimming the brightness of the screen or installing an app that can warm the screen to the sunset colors. Red and yellow have higher wavelengths and don't affect melatonin. Good one. hmm I love that one. Well, I love the whole article. (laughs) And yes, I am going to read the last two myths and some comments at the end, okay? So, I'll be right back with some more. And I don't know about you, but I'm already planning out my, my new sleeping discipline and I think that's what's possibly missing in my life to have really good habits like nutrition, exercise, movement, that's all pretty good and the positive attitude too. I think I I need to work on this. So nothing is a coincidence that I got this article and I decided to share it with you. Okay, so I'll be back in just a few seconds or minutes, I don't know. (laughs) Be right back. Okay, number nine, hitting snooze is great. No need to get up right away. That's the myth. Raise your hand if you hit the snooze button. Why not, right? Resist the temptation to snooze because unfortunately your body will go back to sleep. A very light, low quality sleep, Robin said. As you're near the end of your sleep, your body's probably nearing the end of its last REM cycle. Hit that snooze button and the brain falls right back into a new REM cycle cycle now when the alarm goes off a few minutes later you'll be in the middle not the end of that cycle and you'll wake up groggy and stay that way longer having trouble kicking the snooze button habit put the alarm on the other side of the room so you have to get out of bed to turn it off oh that's what i do and no you can't tell google or alexa to turn it off that's cheating number 10 remembering your dreams is a sign of good sleep says the myth That is a myth because all of us do experience dreams four or five times a night, Jean-Louis said, and we don't remember because we've not woken up and disrupted our sleep. Just a sec, let me have a little drink here. Mm. This is so good. One of my favorite herb teas. This one is the canelilla one. Okay, so a study out of France, and you can click on the study if you want, showed that people who frequently remember their dreams have higher brain activity in the information processing hub of the brains. They also woke twice as often during the night and were more sensitive to sounds when sleeping and awake. Now, I will tell you, if you have a dream with a strong emotional context, it may come back to you at, say, 2 o'clock in the afternoon when you have some downtime to relax. Jean-Louis said... Sometimes, something would trigger that, but if it is a weird little mundane dream, most of us who sleep well don't remember those. More myths. The research team found more myths that we tend to accept as fact, Jean-Louis said, such as more sleep is always better. No, you really can sleep too much and harm your health. Taking a nap in the afternoon can fix insomnia. Actually, if you sleep long enough to enter a REM or deep sleep cycle, it can mess up your body clock even more. And It's better to have a warm than cool bedroom. No, you sleep better in cooler temps says Jean-Louis, which means that we could all use a bit of education about good sleep hygiene a set of habits to form that will set You up for a lifetime of healthy sleep. The National Sleep Foundation has tips as those as does the CDC Okay, after all there's no amount of caffeine that can help you deal with the adverse implications of insufficient sleep nor can you train yourself to adapt to sleep deprivation robin said sleep is highly active process she said it's crucial actually in restoring the body and is in fact the most efficient effective way to do so sweet dreams And yes, I wish you sweet, 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 sweet dreams too because I'm going to sleep very soon. I really want to work on getting my sleep at the right time and in the right way. So little by little, I'm going to be winding down with this yummy tea and uh, some very relaxing activities. And yes, I wish you the best sleep possible. So as we near the end of this podcast, again, thank you for this article. And I will link it on the show notes. And thanks to my brother, Rodolfo. And uh, let me see what I can share with you right now. Yes, um, remember, be consistent. Listen to your body, be perseverant. And also the new one goes like this. Uh, Eat, drink, mostly plant-based towards vegan. Get active, physical, move around more and stay positive. Focus on the good stuff that's going on in your life and your blessings. Grateful is better than hateful, right? So let's be bringing on the gratitude that also gives us joy. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Oh, and all this that I'm telling you is so that you can be fit, healthy, happy, and free at your best, which makes all the difference in the world. Okay, you know that. So yeah, I gotta go now. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, for sharing, for subscribing. And if you want to support the podcast, fantastic. Just go to the link below and 99 cents really makes a difference. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love and light, kisses and hugs. Bye for now.